how I published over 100 articles, 200 podcast episodes, and 200 videos working six hours a week. Figuring out a system that worked for me after a year of trial and error. I've been a blogger since 2017. I wrote my very first blog post in August 2017. I was doing this at the side of my desk, pumping out one post a week, and that was it. I was working full-time during the day and juggling the parenting duties at night. I'd fitted a few sentences here and there on my blog. Then in January 2019, I started listening to Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast, or as most of you know, Gary V, and it changed my whole perspective on blogging. I perused his 88-slide deck presentation on content strategy, and I was intrigued, excited, and inspired. It made so much sense to take one piece of long-form content, break it down into smaller pieces of content. I told myself, I need to start exploring other methods of creating content. People want their content delivered in different mediums because everyone's attention is different. Some consume by reading, some by listening, and others by watching. I needed to get outside of my comfort zone and start experimenting, experimenting with audio and video. I started with just one video. And to be honest, I was scared. But after a couple of weeks of procrastination, I took the plunge and did it. I, pu I published a 31-second video on January 24th, 2019, and called it Do Something That Scares You Every Day. It was awkward at first, getting in front of the camera, listening to my voice, and watching my face, but it became easier as I recorded more. Like with many quote-unquote scary things in life, it gets a lot less scary doing them the second, third, fourth time around, and seeing myself on the screen actually made me more confident and self-aware. Then in early 2019, I started recording myself reading my old blog posts like this one. It was quite the self-reflection exercise to go through, reading what I wrote a couple of years ago. Boy, have I changed. It was validating to see how much I've grown and learned. I was disorganized and unmotivated. So for a year, I created whenever I had the time and I felt like it. I'd make a video when I was in the mood to sit down and film. I'd often come up with excuses not to do it because I wanted everything to be perfect, you know, like my makeup, my skin, my hair, my clothes, the lighting, etc. before shouting action. Then when I take that video and convert it into a blog post, it was the most arduous task. I hated it because I could either meticulously format and edit the extracted subtitles, or I could transcribe like an empty-brained robot. Both tasks were equally mind-numbing. No thank you. And when I didn't feel like writing, I'd record myself reading a blog post. My voice became dry after each episode, and my tone would get more condescending and irritated with each breath. It was haphazard and disorganized because I didn't know which type of content was getting me the most traction. There would be some videos that would get hundreds of views on Facebook, but would fall flat on IGTV. And my podcasts were trudging along with minimal plays, and then one would spike with tons of listeners. I was unmotivated to keep going as I was all over the place. Instead of seeking opportunities to be creative, I was letting opportunities dictate when I could be creative. I didn't like doing things without a system. I needed something with a rigor that I could follow, streamlined to optimize the limited time I had. I like creating, like creating habits, routines, and processes that I could follow. Writing is my foundation. So I sat down and I started writing. 
Writing is my safe space, my outlet, the most comfortable way for me to create content. I leaned into writing and I kept writing. It made the rational way I was approaching content creation rational. I realized I should start all my content with writing. Since then, every piece of content that I create is based on my writing. It sets the foundation for how I want my story to be told visually and verbally. I write first before creating anything else. I only have six hours a week to create content. I'm at home with my kids, so I get about six hours a week to create content. My parents watch my daughter a few times a week while I'm at home with my son. I work while he naps. I'm incredibly efficient when it comes to making those minutes worth their weight in gold. There is no time to procrastinate because my son will nap for at most two hours, and that is when I'm able to create without distractions. Here's a system that worked for me after a year of trial and error. The three-week cycle. Writing, filming, extracting. It takes me about three hours to write, edit, and format one long-form blog post. At least a thousand words. Therefore, it takes me two weeks to write four long-form blog posts. After those are written and published, it's time to convert them into videos. It takes me one week, about six hours, to film, edit, and publish on my channels, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, and extract the audio for the podcast episodes. The four articles would turn out six to ten videos and, and the same podcast episodes, depending on how long each article was. Here are the benefits of filming after writing. I usually structure the blog post into two parts. I introduce the topic, explaining why I am writing about this, my challenges, and my past with the issue. That would often get one video in itself. Then it's the part where I give my tips and pieces of advice that's worked for me thus far. The next video would be about my lessons learned. For instance, in my article titled, How I Lost Weight and Became Healthier by Exercising Less, I wrote and talked about my past eating disorder and over and over exercise abuse. Then in the second half of the article and in the video, I go through my tips for how I recovered and what I learned. I would sometimes go off script when I filmed. I'd incorporate side stories and comments that I could remember in real time when I was talking about the top topic I wrote just a couple of weeks ago. It was like the ultimate self-reflection exercise because it made me revisit things I had learned learned about but forgot I had researched. In addition, because I'd already shared the blog post a couple weeks ago, I could embed the feedback and questions I received from the written content into my video. Extracting audio from video to create a podcast episode. When I first started filming, I used the mic on my phone. It would capture every noise inside and outside of the house. If a fire truck was driving by with its sirens on, it would take over the audio and I would have to re-record. So I invested in a relatively affordable lapel mic that records my voice clearly, one I'm wearing right now. The benefit of using a mic when filming is that it's easy to convert the video into a podcast. There are multiple sites that let you extract the audio from a video, which you can then upload onto your podcast site. Then it's a matter of publishing, publishing them all and creating the pretty content to share on social media channels. Here's the takeaway. Start with what you're good at and what you enjoy doing. You know, it seems pretty intuitive, but it wasn't for me. I was lost figuring out what I needed to do and being pulled in different directions because I kept thinking one way of content creation was quote unquote better than another. I don't like to think of my frustrations as time wasted 
Rather, I was testing out the most efficient and effective way to create content. And after many trials and tribulations, I finally came up with a process that worked for me. And I hope sharing this to you will help you cut through the noise and get straight to creating. Hey guys, it's Catherine here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you loved this or you resonated with this and found value in my content, please hit the subscribe button. And thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you.